Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. After moving into his childhood home on Chicago's South Side, Grammy Award-winning rapper Che Rhymefest-Smith hesitantly sets out to reconnect with his estranged father, the man who abandoned him over 20 years ago. In My Father's House is a stirring, multi-generational chronicle of Che's sincere but often frustrating journey to build a future for his own family by reconnecting with his traumatic past. We're joined today by the filmmakers of In My Father's House, and that would be Annie Sundberg and Ricky Stern. Ricky will be joining us in a couple of minutes, but we're here with Annie Sundberg. Annie, welcome to Film School. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, tell me a little bit about the, uh, your introduction into the story of uh, Che Rhymefest-Smith and uh, the decision to move forward uh, with a, a documentary film on him. Uh, well, it was a project that came to us. We There was a producer who we'd known over the years, based out of L.A., who had helped book Che on Jimmy Kimmel, back when Che was sort of working initially with Kanye on Jesus Walks and when his first albums were coming out. And he'd stayed in close touch with Che, and this producer, when he heard that um, Che was in the process of reconnecting, you know, potentially reconnecting with his dad, and had started sort of on this documentary path, he immediately thought of us and called us and said, I think there's a deeper story here. Why don't you look at what this guy's up to? And so he put a phone call together, and we were really struck by um, this journey that Che was putting himself on. He had been—he was moving his family into a new um, a new home. They were looking for a safer neighborhood in Chicago, and it was by chance that his cousins um, were putting up the family home for sale, mm-hmm. and they sort of did a deal. And so Che moved into this place where his father had grown up. And it was, you know, at that point he started documenting. He just had a local videographer filming him moving in. It was very much of a quest for, you know, creating kind of a sense of his own personal history as, you know, as he was trying to figure out who were the people who used to be in his life, where had they gone, how could he reconnect with them. And uh, he discovered that his dad had been living homeless um, just a few blocks away from where his wife worked every day. Mm. And so the combination of living in his father's childhood home, knowing his father was right there, put him on this incredible path of, of reconnection. So he approached you, and um, was there a, a period of kind of get through an in, intermediary, right? But you, so once you sat down with uh, Che, um, it sounds like you must have immediately sort of connected in terms of what you were hoping to accomplish with the film. But as with all documentary filmmakers, this is one of the most wonderful things about documentaries. Not sure where the story is going to go. I mean, he at at that point, I assume he had said, "I am going to get in touch with my father." Right? I mean, he said, "This is part of what I'm going to do." But it was a really interesting process, and, and as Ricky will say, there's a lot of time spent on the telephone with Che, kind of getting inside his head, trying to understand his motivations, his fears, his concerns, and we ended up. Um, you know, basically, it, it was it was a process where Che was incredibly open to us. We just weren't sure how open Brian was going to be mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to this whole process. 
So, Ricky, welcome to, to the, welcome to film school, and uh, Ricky Stern, the uh, co-director of the film In My Father's House. Uh, we were just uh, talking uh, with Annie about the uh, sort of the the beginning of the relationship with Che, and uh, the meeting, the initial meeting with his father Brian in the library, and and going from there. Um, so. Brian uh, Tillman is his father, and obviously he's dealing with a lot of issues, and obviously not the least of which is a problem with alcohol. Um, Obviously you gained the trust of Che in this. What was the process? Was there a process in which you needed to assure Brian his participation, being a part of what was going on here? Was that something you had to, to overcome? A little bit about that. Not really. Okay. <laughs> no, I would just say, um, no, Brian, um, I think in the beginning would call us the paparazzi. Mm. Uh, he'd be like, hey, you're paparazzi. And over time, he, he realized uh, we just all became very good friends and, and spent a lot of time with him. And we would go out for meals after filming. You know, he would go get his teeth fixed and we would bring him to go get his medications fulfilled, you know, filled. And, you know, when he'd get his hearing aids you know he had we went out for like a steak sandwich and (laughs) you know he hadn't had a steak sandwich in a long time because his teeth hadn't been in good shape so i think just over time we genuinely genuinely really enjoyed spending time together Mm -hmm. and our cameraman charles miller had spent a lot of time with him too so uh the trust is there i I think he really didn't have any idea what this was going to be but we knew that we were, it was going to be, uh, you know, something that would be fair and supportive of him. Well, um, by the way, real quick observation, and one of the things that I really appreciate about it in my father's house uh, is that uh, Che Rhymesmith Smith, sorry, let me start over, Che Rhymefest Smith um, really blows up so many of the most negative kind of stereotypes about people involved in rap music, hip-hop, whatever, however you want to describe it. What a thoughtful man he is, and uh, what a uh, you know man committed to not just reuniting his family and understanding his, his past, but in his connection to the people around him that he grew up with, and trying really in, in his way to make his neighborhood, his community a better place. And I just think that, you know, this perception often uh, so misleading about people who come from circumstances like they like he did. Uh, and I thought you did a fantastic job of really his whole life, you know, as much as uh, was possible to bring into this story. And it, it gives so much more depth and warmth to the to the film. Um, was that your impression of him? It must have been very quickly that Shay was a pretty terrific guy. I think we found him also really just smart and, to your point, emotionally very in tune with himself and what he was processing. But, you know, I think he would be the first person to say that, you know, he's not without fault and he's done something in his life that, you know, uh, he's learned from and and would like to grow from. Yeah, but... But and he comes off as as multifaceted and his man with uh, dealing with his own issues within his own family. I just I he's obviously the mo- you know the element that pulls this film together and um and 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 I just found him to be uh a, you know a, what what a wonderful subject uh, to see 
you know, the good and the bad, as you describe it uh, in the film, and uh, to be able to move forward on that. But uh, the yeah, web. Well, the film, I mean, what I was just going to say really quickly, I think that um, okay. what's, what's interesting about this film right now is um, we have this distribution opportunity because the film, when it premiered at Tribeca, it went on to a bunch of other festivals, but it actually won, won several. And one of the festivals that it won was the Benton Film Festival. And they have basically, you know, made a commitment to helping to get, you know, an increasing number of diverse voices in what they see as sort of the megaplex audience. So the film is playing in kind of an interesting way in theaters that wouldn't normally carry a documentary like this. Um, so we're really, it's, we're, we're going to see how this works. Um, mm-hmm. But it opens on Friday, October 9th, at a bunch of AMC theaters around this, the, the U.S. And our website is inmyfathershousefilm.com. Thank and we're, you. We just had a really great event this week in Chicago. Um, Common came out to join Shay. Common and Shay grew up together in Chicago. They recently worked together on the Oscar-winning song Glory from the film Selma. And he came out to sort of lend support and, and help raise some press and awareness about the film. We're really hoping um, you know, that there's so many different layers to the film that we've created a social campaign called Share Your Truth, which is everybody's got sort of a, a challenge or a personal backstory or something that um, has helped make them who they are. And for most people, a lot of young kids right now look at um, certain elements of, of what they consider to be a successful life, either as it happened overnight or it's unattainable. And one of the things we're really looking with this film is to say that repairing relationships, repairing communities, understanding who you are, um, becoming truthful with other people about who you are and what you're about, that's all part of the Share Your Truth campaign. So there's this whole social element, um, social media element that we're trying to wrap into the release right now. So Fantastic. Um, Common uh, was helping with that, which is nice. Yeah, and, yeah and, th- and thank you, because you really got to the core of the film is, in fact... We all have uh, issues that we've, particularly parents, uh, there's always, uh, not always, but most of us are dealing with uh, some pretty deep-rooted, multi-generational kinds of uh, situations, issues, uh, and it's so difficult. It's such a difficult uh, emotional climb uh, to, to, to deal with those things, and the commonality of this in, in my father's house uh, is really brought home, and it really, I think, is truly effective that in that regard. Um, so for that, thank you. <laughs> um, and you mentioned the uh, AMCs. I there I can just say really quickly, it's in it's opening New York, Seattle, Chicago, Dallas, here in Los Angeles at the Burbank Eight, uh, all over the country, Houston, uh, Tampa, Phoenix, Denver. So be looking for it uh, in my father's house. Um, Ricky, anything you want to add on that? Um. On, uh, in, ter- in terms of, well, I'm sorry, in terms of this kind of universal message that uh, a family in, in dealing with these issues and not always a pretty sight, but at the same time, in order for our own emotional health, we, we need to be, we need to be looking at these. At, um, and that's, I think, the strength of your film. Yeah, I, I would just add to that. Um, and, and what we've heard is that, you know, people will summarize it as it's a film about love, loss and redemption. And that when, interestingly, you know, as real life doesn't for- follow any kind of formula, you know, Che went into this and really immediately forgave his father for abandoning him. And he felt, he understood, you know, people fall in hard times. And his father became an alcoholic and was living on the street and had suffered a lot in his young, young childhood. But then through the process of the film, 
he he has anger and he doesn't feel as forgiving. And I think that process, that that real process, um, is is real life. And I think that's what what um, you know. It doesn't necessarily have Hollywood endings, you know, film documentaries, but um, this one really shows the ups and downs of um, coming to terms with this loss in his life. And I think people can relate to that. I agree. I agree. And as, as uh, Annie, you mentioned, a, a winner of the documentary, Best Documentary at Bentonville Film Festival. It's won a number of awards uh, at a number of different film festivals and a, an official selection for Tribeca Film Festival. Done very well. Again, the, the website is inmyfathershousefilm.com. You can find out more about it and about the screenings and, and the social media uh, uh, campaign or um, so. so I want to thank you. I know you have a very busy day ahead of you. I really appreciate your time, uh, uh, Andy Sunberg and Ricky Stern. Thank you so much for being a part of film school today. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you. Mike. Take care. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.